You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. At the time of this recording, we are in the last week of our Captivating Month. And over the next 10 days, we'll be booking lots of calls with women who are serious and committed and ready to join the 12-month Captivating Courtship Code coaching program. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast, reading the emails, watching the videos, or even in the public Facebook group, then I want you to challenge yourself and get over your fear of being seen and book your call to see if the 12-month coaching program is the right move for you. Now, on this call, I'm just going to gather some basics and understanding of where you are and where you want to go, and then we'll discuss the program details and if it's the right fit for you. And if it is, then I'll invite you to join the program, and we'll discuss all the details on how to move your love life forward. And if it's not, it's simply just not a good fit. But I want you to challenge yourself to get over the hump and book the call. After the next 10 days, doors to the program will be closing and it's going to be closed down for some time because I have to focus on the women who are seriously dedicated and committed to shifting their love life, healing their wounds and attracting a compatible partner within the next 12 months. And if that's you, then I want you to join us too. So go ahead to captivatingcourtship.com slash apply and complete the application or you can simply reach out to me one-on-one and let's talk and see if the 12-month coaching program is a good fit for you. The topic for tonight, like I said, is why you may not be ready for a good man. So, the first thing I want to talk to you guys about is like, of course, that's always the subject. That's always the topic when you're talking about women, right? Like, I want to meet a good man. Where do I find a good man? Why aren't there any good men? It's always this label of like a good man, right? So, the thing is, is that I can bet and I can assume that you know lots of good men, right? But good isn't good enough. Like just meeting a man who's good, that's not necessarily what you're looking for. So sometimes that's kind of just like a blanket statement and a way for you to just like say like, I'm looking for someone who has a value that you're looking for. You're looking for someone that you feel like is compatible with what you want or the future, which is all good, but The more important question is, are you actually ready for that good man that you desire or that good man that you want to attract? Because usually one of two things happen. We're going to dive into this, but usually one of two things happens, right? Either one, um, you don't know how to identify a good man. So you waste a lot of time with the wrong men, with incompatible men, right? With men that are just major time wasters, right? Men that you know aren't any good because you're not confident about ever being able to attract and have a good man in your life, or you're not even clear about what a good man actually is, right? So that's one thing that may be happening. And then the second thing that may be happening is, You attract a good man, but 
because of your own red flags, which we're going to dive into that, um, you know, what that is and what those red flags are. But because of those red flags that you have as a woman, you repel those good men. Right? It might start off good, but eventually you repel those good men. So if you're experiencing one of these two things, you got to be deeply honest and transparent with yourself about that. If you're experiencing one of those two things, then you may need to evaluate if you are actually ready for a good man and what do you need to do to be the woman who's ready to receive him, who's ready to add value to him. Two quick stories, really quickly. Let's jump into story time. So I remember back a little bit after college, right? Like my very early 20s, very early 20s, very, very early, long, long, long time ago, <laughs> long, long time ago, right? I remember I was dating this guy who um, played ball overseas, right? Um, not that long before I met him, he came back from playing ball overseas a couple months before we started dating, right? And he was someone who I also, I went to college with. So, like, I already knew him from college. I was familiar with him from college. But um, we started dating when he came back from playing ball overseas. So, I'll never forget that he said this to me because it was such a major turnoff. It just, like, spoke to his personality, spoke to his character, and it just completely rubbed me the wrong way. Right? And I remember he said to me, he said, you know, when we were on campus... There were lots of black men who were like me, who had degrees, who were athletic or, you know, good looking, who had something going for themselves, who were ambitious. But now that we're out of school, men like me are rare. Right. And so he wore that with a badge of honor. And so he was under the assumption that he was a good man. Right. And I, th I was like, um, so like you know at that time I, well I mean even now but I would have but at that time I'm just like I don't associate your degree or your job or your earning potential with you being a good man but a lot of women do right so for a lot of women when they're unclear on what they actually should be looking for in a partner, when they're unclear on uh, what is actually compatible for them, when they're not confident in the character and the integrity and the masculinity and any of the qualities that they actually are trying to attract when it comes to a partner, right? It's really easy for them to, to identify income, earning potential, right? Status looks all these really shallow things when it comes to what is a good man right and i know for a lot of the women who have come to me for matchmaking or women come to me for coaching when i ask them like what is it that you're looking for in a partner what is it that um you feel is compatible with for, with you at this point right before we start working with each other before we start really diving in doing the inner work doing the clarity really getting clear on what or who is best for them before we get to that portion of the work, most of them will rattle off the same things every single time of what is a quote unquote good man to them, right? Has a college degree, good looking, over six feet tall, right? Either no kids or maybe just kids by one woman, maybe only married once, whatever like that. But a lot of them is no kids, 
you know, um, comes from a good family, spiritual. It's like the same list, right? It's the same laundry list every single time. But none of those things actually indicates a man of good character, a man who's masculine, a man who's going to take care of you, right? Be a good protector. A man can have a great income and be stingy as hell. <laughs> right? And I'm pretty sure any every woman has probably experienced that before, right? A man who he has earning potential, he he has a good career, but he's stingy, he's selfish. He could um be very self-absorbed and not necessarily a protector. Not necessarily care about your emotions, not just a protector physically, but a protector emotionally, right? He could be someone who maybe he has a certain status, but he has very poor character and integrity. Right. So defining someone as good based upon these really, really shallow principles or these really shallow standards tells me that you really don't know what you're looking for. You're repeating and regurgitating the things that society has taught you. Maybe your culture has taught you. Maybe your religion has taught you. Maybe your girlfriends or your circle of influence has taught you, but not the things that really aligns with who you are and where you're trying to go in life. And to be honest, because most women aren't fully clear on where they want to go in life, what their vision is for their life, what their vision is for their relationship, for their love life and all those things, it's really hard for them to identify who's actually going to align with that and actually be a good fit for that picture long term. And it doesn't matter if you've been to school, you've got your degrees. I work with women who have, you know, their PhDs, they are physicians, they are attorneys, and they still are very clueless about what that vision actually looks like, right? What that partner actually looks like, what that life plan actually looks like, and who's going to be the best person to align and fit and help them to actually achieve that. So it is important that you do understand and get clear on like, what is actually good, right? Because good is subjective. And are you actually ready to receive good? So that's just the first story I wanted to tell you. The second story, before we actually dive deeper into this content, is also understanding, like, I had a client, I remember, I had a client um, a few years ago, and, you know, she had all the typical status markers that she was looking for in a partner, right? And I remember I asked her, I said, what do you think that man is looking for in a woman? And she didn't have a response. And she said, you know what, Zara, I've never thought about what he may be looking for in a woman. And I find that really interesting as women that because whether it's society, culture, again, you know, your circle of influence, your family, friends, whatever, rarely is the conversation ever had with us to really sit down and evaluate, are we where we need to be? Are we who need who we need to be, right? In order to attract, in order to align, in order to be of value and a good fit for the partner that we desire. It's rarely ever spoken of. It's always about the other person having to do the work, the other person being the man being good enough for us, which I'm not saying that that man shouldn't be good enough for you. But you also want to make sure that you're also a good fit for him, that you're ready to receive him, right? Because you have the masculine and you have the feminine. Thank you. You have the masculine and you have the feminine, right? 
So by that man being the giver, right, that woman has to be ready to receive, whether it's, you know, we see this in the male-female dynamic, right? Like the man is a protector, the provider, the woman is the sustainer. You know, she adds comfort, she adds value. She helps to receive, you know, whatever it is that he provides and she amplifies it, right? She receives his seed and she gives birth, right? She receives from the man in all different types of ways and it's her job to make something of what's received from him, right? But it's rarely the conversation about are we actually in the position as women to receive that good man, that good partner that we say that we desire. So when you talk about like what that good man is or who that good man is, right? Most of the time women are also besides like the status marker, the career, the job, you know, not having too many kids or whatever that looks like to you. It's usually the same, you know, five to 10 things that every woman rattles off, you know, especially women who have achieved something in life for their profession, all looking for the same thing. That same 10%, 1% man doesn't mean that his character, his integrity, his personality or any of that is actually good. But this, the standard material shallow things that allows you to have lazy discernment when it comes to seeking a partner, right? But the other thing that they're also looking for is a man who has minimized red flags, right? So when we talk about somebody who has minimized red flags, talking about somebody who they're a good communicator, someone who's honorable and respectful, right? Someone who um, who is introspective, someone who knows how to apologize, someone who's vulnerable, someone who... Um, allows you to feel seen and heard and honored right and all these things on the emotional level right someone who is responsive right and, and validates you right these are the things that a woman is looking for when she's looking for a man who has minimal red flags right in the courtship dating process like what are his red flags like but so the question is as a woman can you honestly say that you've been actively re working to reduce your number of red flags. Now, I've talked about this on other videos. You can look at some past videos. You can look at the podcast as well. But we all have red flags, right? We all have red flags. But it is your job to understand that you have to actively work to reduce your number of red flags. It's not easy, right? It's going to require something of you. But if you're looking for someone who has minimal red flags or at least someone who's actively working to reduce their amount of red flags, then that means that you're going to have to be doing the same thing, too. So when you are thinking about a man who values personal growth, because I hear that a lot when women are coming to me for pushing, I want a man who's a good communicator, who values personal growth, who values, you know, not just formal education, but personal development, education, you know, all these things. Are you also actively working to grow yourself in personal development? Are you actively working on your communication skills? Are you actively working on your vulnerability? Are you actively working on how you respect, how you trust, right? How you're able to receive. How you listen. Are you a good listener, right? Are you willing to actually be a participant in that process of communication? Because communication is a two-way street. You have the giver, you have the receiver. It's an ongoing flow. Some people just want to give and they don't want to receive. Some people just want to receive and they don't give. Right? So are you a part of that ebb and flow in a way that's productive? Right? 
And what I know is that for a lot of women who come to me for coaching or matchmaking, right, they think that they're really, really strong in those areas, right? But I know off the bat that if you're experiencing certain things, nine times out of 10, the energy that you're attracting back in is the energy that you're putting back out. So that's where you have to be brutally transparent with yourself and figure out, okay, what is going on here? Why do I keep attracting these same experiences? What is it that I need to shift in order to get a different experience? a woman who's looking to change the course of your love life in the next 12 months and meet and attract more compatible partners and court someone towards commitment, then I want you to reach out to me and fill out an application to book a call so that you can join my new 12-month Captivated Courtship Code program. In this 12-month program, you're going to get everything that you need from top to bottom to help you attract the right partners for you within the next 12 months. Now, this is going to be a combination of spirituality, psychology, and matchmaking industry techniques. So we're going to start off with healing your emotional wounds, giving you the mindset and the actions that you need to take to not only attract a compatible partner, but understand how to court towards commitment that's going to actually work. Now, this is for you if you are especially a woman who tends to have anxiety or avoidance when it comes to relationships. And if you're a woman who's been single for more than two years, this is the perfect program for you. And I want you to join a collective community of women who have a positive mindset, who are all courting and meeting partners towards commitment and are taking the actions that's going to make a lasting impact on their love life. So go ahead, send me a DM on Instagram at Zara J Captivating Courtship, or you can go to CaptivatingCourtship.com and fill out the application to book a call and learn more about joining the 12-month Captivating Courtship Code coaching program. Right? So like, for example, one thing that I'm still learning, I'm still like, this is active work that I'm still learning. Um, as well, and I'm still actively working to improve on it. But one thing that I've come to realize, you know, especially over like the last year or so, is that what a lot of women don't understand, and even what I didn't understand when I was younger in the past, right, was that what respect and disrespect looks like to men and women are very, very different. Very, very different. Very, very different. And it's funny because I was just like about two weeks ago, I was in a coaching session with one of my clients and we were talking about her ex and, you know, she's still like getting over the breakup. She's still very sad about the breakup. She really wants to still be with him. And she it's like almost like they're in this, this gray space trying to figure it out. And so as I'm talking to her, we were going over a portion of the program that helps you to get really clear on love and disrespect. Right. Because most of us don't know what love and disrespect actually looks like to us. And I'm not talking about the five love languages like that's one thing. Right. And it's good to know and understand that. But how to articulate it and communicate it is very different. A lot of us, we know how to identify disrespect when we receive it. But we don't necessarily know what it looks like when we give it. And we don't always understand how the opposite sex may understand or give or receive disrespect or love as well right so this is something that when I asked her I said well let me ask you like what does disrespect look like to you and she went over the things that most women say and identify as disrespect which I 
for a lot of women, you know, disrespect is like, I'm not cussing you out. I'm not name calling. I'm not raising my voice. So how am I being disrespectful? Right? That's how most women think. That's how I used to think. Right? And what I had to learn, you know, through my mentors and through my own inner work and growth and just knowledge and learning and just personal development. And what I also share and help my clients to understand and learn how to better navigate is that disrespect for a man doesn't look like that necessarily. Right? Because some men are very sensitive to name calling and getting cussed out and raising the voice. But a lot of men aren't, especially when you're dealing with black men. Honestly, a lot of black men, depending on the culture, the home they were raised in or the environment that they come from, a man, a woman raising their voice or cussing them out or acting kind of irate is not the biggest deal to them. Right. They might be able to deal with that, but there might be other things that they can't deal with. Other things that they actually feel is actually disrespectful that we as women might not necessarily feel is disrespectful. So let me give you an example, right? So an example that a man may feel is disrespectful that a woman may not necessarily trigger as disrespectful is lateness, right? Punctuality. For uh, some men, they're cool, they're laid back, like whatever, she's going to take forever. But for some men, like who really value their time, like they value their time, they understand that their time is precious. They feel like their time is, is worth respecting, your punctuality, your punctuality, your lateness, your just like, you know, lack of care about acknowledging their time, right? That's going to be a major form of disrespect to them, right? A form of disrespect might be, you know, um, a lack of trust, right? Not trusting them because for them, not saying this is right, but for them, they might feel like, well, why don't you trust me? You should trust me because I'm a trustworthy person. Now, you may not know that and they may not have really done anything to really proven that yet. Right. So that's a whole nother conversation. But if he's someone who feels like he's a trustworthy man, and he's worthy of being trusted, then that's something that's going to feel like a major sign of disrespect. So these are ways that like intimacy breaks during the courtship process or during relationships. And this is the way that you can kind of sever the opportunity to actually get in alignment and connect and attract the type of partner you actually desire. So having a better understanding of what that man or what your partner values as respect, as love, as disrespect, understanding how to identify that, how to read that in somebody before you trigger it, or if you do, because it happens, right? That's just relationships. We step on each other's toes. It's a growing experience. No relationship is perfect, no matter what anybody tells you. Nobody is flawless, especially not me, right? So don't get it twisted, right? But it's all a learning process. You're always learning and growing, right? But understanding not only like how to identify what this person values, what this person sees as respect, learning how to better read that before it goes too far, but also understanding how to apologize and when to apologize for it and feeling okay with being vulnerable with being wrong or being disrespectful or, um, you know, whatever your red flags are that's triggering how to clean it up, right? Cleaning up your red flags in the moment so that you're not losing the connection and the intimacy of that relationship. So, you know, these are some of the things that as women, like we have to be conscious of and willing to work on, 
right? When you are looking to attract a different type of partner or a different type of experience, being truthful and honest with yourself, you know, what are your red flags? What are your communication skills really like, right? Why are you struggling with vulnerability? I have women who have come to me for coaching and they'll say like, you know, I always attract men who aren't vulnerable. And I'm like, well, are you a vulnerable woman? <laughs> you know, how are you when it comes to vulnerability? And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not very good at being vulnerable. So why do you think that if you're struggling with being vulnerable, that you're creating an experience in a safe space that allows that man to be vulnerable as well? Right. If you have a hard time communicating or you're having a hard time with your reactions or having a hard time with your emotions, like, why do you think that that man is not going to be in that same space, right? So the energy that you're putting out is the energy that you're attracting back in. So it's very important to be consciously aware of, like, what are the areas that you need to actively work on and improve on to align with that partner that you want, that good man that you want, that top 10% man that you want, right? Beyond his credentials, beyond his income, beyond his you know, his housing, or his zip code or his car, or any of these other shallow aspects, right? Because a man could not have any of those things and be a dynamite, dynamite man that could help you get way further in life than a man who has all those things, but is poor in character, right? So making sure that just as you want someone who has done the inner work, who has improved, who is vulnerable, has worked on their communication, worked on how they respond instead of reacting, right? A man who is working on being introspective on his personal growth, working on walking in his purpose and aligning with his purpose, working on a man who's trusting, right? Trustworthy. He's also willing to trust you because he doesn't want to have to work to tear your walls down or any of that either, right? So all these characteristics that you are looking for in someone, be really honest and transparent of like right now, today, in this moment, do you feel like you are in alignment with the type of man that you actually desire? Be honest with yourself about that. Right. So this is something that I very intentionally work through with um, the women in my coaching program. You know, we take you through this, these six modules and these six steps to help you dig that out to help you get comfortable with that and to basically reprogram how you attract partners, how you show up in courtship and relationships so that you understand how to rebuild the whole entire experience. Yesterday on yesterday's live, I talked about how some people are just naturally going to have it easier when it comes to experiences because of their starting place, right? Just like you have some people who play sports their whole entire life. They're naturally going to have it easier when it comes to health and fitness because they've been training for this their whole entire life. Some people, you know, they might've had a good start, but then they had traumas along the way. They had experiences along the way that kind of just threw them off their game that they have to learn to reprogram and rebuild just like you have some people who they may have been in great shape in their early 20s but by the time they're in their 30s right they've fallen off the wagon and they've put on 40 or 50 pounds and they have to learn to get back to where they once were and then you have some people who just never had a good shot at all they never had an opportunity to see healthy relationships, to know how to build a healthy relationship. They, they just didn't have the information. And in our community, you know, just speaking, you know, to black people, not that I only work with black people or, you know, but just speaking to our community, it's important to understand that most of us did not learn how to have healthy relationships. I don't care if you come from a two-parent household. I come from a two-parent household and they had a very long marriage and a good marriage. A good, I've seen good relationships, good marriages 
growing up. But there were things that happened in my own life that I had to learn how to reprogram and turn around in order to turn my situation around. Right. So you may be one of those three categories. Either you had an amazing start and you just don't need any help. Maybe you had a decent start, but then there were things and experiences along the way that now you have to learn to get back to who you once were and unlearn the things that you've learned. Or maybe you just never had any type of skill set, any type of knowledge, any type of information, any type of support systems when it comes to your relationships and you have to learn everything brandly new. That's okay. It's okay. But that's what we go over in the coaching program. So in that coaching program, you know, we start off with first dealing with your emotional wounds. That's step one. We get really crystal clear on what are these emotional triggers? Why are you having a hard time with trust, with intimacy, with communication, being emotionally reactive, attracting the type of partners that you have? We dig really deep into that to make sure that you get crystal, crystal clear so that we can start the reprogramming, start learning exactly what we need to do to turn it around. And you can kind of you can just learn to breathe. Right. Every single time a woman completes module one of my program, it's like their eyes are open. They get really clear on why they've been experiencing what they've been experiencing, what they need to do differently. And right away within the first four weeks, they're already starting to go through transformations. That's just in module one. In module two, we get crystal clear on who are the authentic partners for you. The crystal clear, authentic partners for you. So you know who's going to be a right fit and you can easily identify that and also develop the mindsets that you need to have to have a different experience, right? So then in module three, that's when you start learning like matchmaking industry techniques that I learned over my five years of owning a matchmaking service and how I was able to build my matchmaking service and find people matches. I teach you how to do that for yourself, right? We go over your online game plan and your offline game plan, right? Then in step four, you learn more about how to go about courtship in a way that authentically aligns with you. We strip away some of the expectations and the beliefs that may have been placed on you, whether it's from society, culture, religion, whatever, and help to find that healthy balance that's going to allow you to navigate it without all the stress, the anxiety, and all of those things that causes you to act out of your natural authentic element right so that's in module four and module five we go over communication communication vulnerability right understanding how to reestablish those things and how to build a connection that actually inspires commitment right and then in step six we get really clear on how to navigate the commitment process how to make that decision if it's right for you so this is a 12-month coaching program and i got the question last week from somebody who's wanted to join she said, you know, why, why is it 12 months? And I said, because you don't make changes overnight. This isn't a quick fix solution. I'm talking about real transformation that's going to allow you to make sustainable changes long term. And also, so you understand what you need to do so you can always know how to navigate relationships for yourself. So you have the support of one-on-one -on -one calls. You have the support of a private student group of other women who are in the same space as you that's going through the same thing. And we talk about different things. We post different things in the group and I'm there every single day to hold your hand and give you the support along with the other women, right? Then you also have our weekly group coaching calls that we talk um, every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. We meet for one hour and sometimes we're going over active workshops. Other times we are um, just doing Q&A calls, but we meet every single week also just to do our weekly group coaching calls. Um, with that, you know, if you can't catch it live, then you can always catch the replay in our Q&A library. And then you have 
our six module online program that's on the teachable platform where you can log in you can work at your own pace that's also has 12 months so you can work at your own pace um, but you have the six modules which consist of videos PDF downloads um, and additional content for you to work through so you can learn the things that you need to do the mindsets the shifts that you need to make so you have just so much support over the next 12 months to help you to get to your relationship goals and to accelerate the process so you don't keep going through the same experiences over and over and over again for another 5 10 15 years i want to accelerate it and by putting this a very intensive program into your life, it makes major changes very quickly. And every single woman who is in the program loves it, loves it. Because they have the support of myself, they have the support of other women, and they have the information that they need to make the changes. And they see the progress, and they see the transformation very quickly. So I'm inviting you, if you're watching this, or if you know someone who may need it, share this video with them. You know, Tag them below, share the video with them, or just send them to my page. And book a call. It doesn't hurt for you to just book a call and find out if this program is right for you. Just slide in my DM or send this information to somebody who may be interested in a program. It is an investment, you know, but it's a worthy investment that's going to give you long-term results. And if you've been going through the same thing for the last 5, 10, 15, 20 years, some of you, I know, if you've been going through the same experiences over and over again, then it's time for you to make the decision that your relationships, that your love life, that the legacy and the future that you want is worth the investment and that you are worth making those changes so i look forward to connecting with some of you soon let's say go ahead and slide in my dm i would love to hear from you and i look forward to connecting with y'all y'all have a good night if you've enjoyed this episode then make sure you share it with family friends or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the courtship code podcast I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.